And now a message from our sponsor. Hey everybody, it's Bootleg Captain, Captain Bootlegs here. Yeah. If you're like me, I bet you're enjoying this Toys, Toys on, on Tap, Tap podcast. I am enjoying it, it's very nice. But did you know you can enjoy it more just by joining that Patreon? Oh, I did not know that. There are so many cool perks available on the Patreon for you. There's and also and Wow, that's really a lot of stuff if you ask Bootleg Captain. Captain I don't bootleg. understand. There were noises I couldn't hear with the person. So join today to support Toys on Tap podcast and Bootleg Art Toys. But if you're not in a position to join the Patreon, head on over to Apple iTunes and review and subscribe. That helps out the channel as well. Okay, I'll go rate it, I guess. And remember, listen to Toys, Toys on, on Tap. Captain Bootleg, the bootleg captain sent you. Why does he keep referring to himself in the third Can person? I stop with the stupid voice now? I'm not sure why you made me want to sound like a pirate. Oh, so that was a fake voice. Oh, yucko! I didn't realize it was just pretend voice. Oh, okay. There it goes. Nice. What is up? I watch. Am I like one of the few people that has seen you without a mask? Yeah, you and the suck lord, I suppose. Yeah. That's good company right there. I am so stoked. Wow. Mattachine Society. I'm stoked that you decided to be on the podcast. Oh, I'm stoked to be on it. I mean, I've, I've listened to every episode, so almost Love every it. episode. I got to catch up like this week, but. So here's um, the, you, now you got to say it. Which one's your favorite? Oh, I loved uh, the killer. Um, yeah, he got real emotional, and that was real cool to see. You know that people are passionate about toys and passionate about art. Um, you know, Sucklor's uh, therapy session yeah. was fantastic. Uh, but I, you know, I really like finding out about new artists like uh, Plastic Green Tubes. I hadn't heard of, and I think their stuff is Plastic Green Tubes. Is that correct? Uh, green plastic tunnels. Green plastic tunnels. My bad, green plastic tunnels. But I think their stuff's incredible. So yeah, and like Kingdom of Spiders, you know. So it's like I really like, you know, that you're pulling from everywhere. Like not just yeah. like American, but you know, you're going international and like you're getting yeah. all types of toy artists on here. So I think that's really cool for people to you know listen. So yeah, I think uh, the the cool thing like I try to go international as much as possible. Cause this is, I didn't know how widespread this was when I started. And so we've gotten like, I'm excited. Like Argentina, I have people from Iceland that are lined wow. up. We got the UK going and it's just been such a rad ride. Yeah. I, I love that. You know, and like we have a lot of heavy hitters that are abroad. So it's like, yeah. you know, it's nice to get everybody and to see what, how everybody comes to it and how everybody gets started and like yeah sort of um how they maintain you know yeah That's... but now we need a bootleg artist from africa and then i'll have one on every continent almost oh it's happening yeah so that's the hope so this is your episode it's your turn to get emotional who that's knows what's right. gonna happen i know i don't know yeah so let's let's talk you want to introduce yourself and then we'll start from there sure um, so I'm Mattachine, uh, also Mattachine Society. Uh, I've shortened it recently, kind of gone back to what I started with. So I started as Mattachine, the Mattachine Society now. Back to Mattachine again for now. Love it. Why, what is the significance of that name? All right. I love the name. So uh, okay. Mattachine Society was one of the first, if not the first, like organized gay rights group in the United States. So okay. it started back in the 1950s uh, by this guy, Harry Hay. So 
that was the Manachine Society. It lasted probably about 10 years. You know, there were uh, different cities had different Manachine Societies and things like that. So um, that's kind of where the name came from. And I figured, you know, since I'm a bootleg artist that I bootleg the name too. So. Yeah. And I, the name, and this is something that Suck Lord asked. He's like, well, where did that name come from? And I'm yeah. like, I'm not really sure. And I was like, oh. So I did look it up and I read two things. So one of them, it was named after another like secret society, like French secret society, uh, masked French secret society. And I also read it was named after a ballet move. And I don't know anything about ballet. So okay. it's one of those two. And, you know, I just, I knew that I wanted to make uh, political art. So you said it was like a masked society. So is that where your mask comes in? You know, I didn't even think of that really. I think I'm just trying to maintain anonymity, uh, yeah. separate myself from the art I do a little bit, as well as, you know, kind of like creating a persona and creating a character, and you know, just like adding to my toy world. Absolutely. And the mask is so, it reminds me of like a luchador mask and I love it so much. Yeah, so the mask is made by a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. uh, they're a drag artist here, Chris of Her. Yeah. And they've just like an incredibly innovative uh, drag artist and they make all their costumes. So, you know, I asked them to make a mask for me and mm -hmm. I added the resin tier, you know? Yeah, well, I always, so is there a significance of the tier or is that just something that you are like, oh, this might look good? Oh, you know, I just, uh, because of the logo, you know, like the yeah. logo has a tear. Yeah. And so I just thought it's kind of that. It's yeah. like, it's almost like a ver like a live version of the logo. When I was making my logo and making my name and whatever, I just, I wanted something that didn't sound like a toy thing. You yeah. know, like I wanted something that was, you know, that I could like expand on and yeah. that, I don't know. You know, right now, Mattachine, Mattachine Society is a toy thing. But, mm -hmm. you know, 10 years from now, if I'm still making art, who knows? Who knows what I'll be doing and what form it'll take. So yeah. I wanted it to be open. And, you know. Yeah, I for sure. Because I do want to. I love that you said that because I want to dive into like where you're headed towards the end of the podcast. But like, so when you are, have you has art always been a thing that you've been into? Yes, but as always as a consumer, never, oh, okay. I've never made art. So this is my first foray into like anything. Like yeah. I never used uh, Photoshop until this. I never sculpted, I never painted. So yeah, I, this is a, the first thing. Yeah, so let's talk first toy you made, what the year was. Let's talk how like that felt, all that and why toys. Yeah. Well, why don't we start with why toys? I think we All should right. start there. So, um, um, you know, I was always into collecting. Always, yeah. you know, like since I was a kid, never, I was never good at it. Like I was never like, oh, here are the five Power Rangers. So I'm going to get all Power Rangers. Mm -hmm. And then, oh, here are the other, like, so I'm going to get all of those too. I was, I was never good at it, but I always liked to have the stuff. And yeah. Uh, it sort of started for me with Simpsons. So like, you know, I've always collected Simpsons stuff since I was yeah. a little kid. And like, 
you know, continued to do so. And, you know, eventually it led me to like bootleg toys, you yeah. know, and uh, the first, the first uh, bootleg toys I bought were probably, are probably behind me from um, Utopia. Okay. He's not making toys anymore, but uh, Mutopia, he's one of uh, the Sucklower's prodigies. Yeah. And so I have, as far as I know, the biggest Mutopia collection out there. It's like, last time I counted, it was 71 pieces. Holy uh, crap, 71. Yeah. Because wow. I've seen Mutopia. I, I haven't seen him put out a figure in... I don't know how long. A few ago. years. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. He hasn't put out anything new in a while. He also puts out like these medallions and stuff. Just like, okay. I mean, he's incredible. So like, yeah. Um, yeah. So if anybody out there, you know, if you have Utopia, you want them to go to a good collection, definitely hit me up. That's <laughs> like, that's my number one, um, you know, cool colorways and things like that. I'm always yeah. uh, on the lookout for, but also uh, down here, we have Daniel Yu. Okay. Uh, he's from Singapore. And up top, we have uh, Joe Whiteford and a little troll. Okay. Um, he, he makes, and all of them are not bootleggers. They're all like, you know, they make their own like resin art toys. But yeah. uh, started collecting, I don't know, Seth Relentless, uh, The Spaniards. I love uh, Better Day Toys, mm-hmm. uh, Sycamore. Hemo, you know, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I collect a lot of bootleg toys, but eventually I just, I, I thought that I could have a voice in it, mm. you know? Like I was, it really, not only because I loved it, but I just, I thought that there was something I could bring to the, to the game, if you will. Yeah. So you're a collector. I'm always interested in the jump, right? So let, what year did you start collecting bootleg figures? Oh, I don't know that. I don't know. Probably like 2014. Okay. So about seven years ago, right. We have a lot of big heavy hitters that are coming up like dollar slice and that group. Um, I'm always interested in how people make the jump, right? So you are collecting, you're a collector by trade, by heart. And so how did you, all of a sudden realize, oh, people are making action figures. I want to collect those now. Uh, you know, Mutopia. You know, yeah. I saw what he was doing and how he was doing it. I, uh, I bought a lot of stuff from him and like yeah. went to the studio and like to pick it up and like saw what he was doing and, you know, became interested. And so in 2018, I bootlegged early 2018 mm-hmm. i like bootlegged this uh lisa like uh it was like a lisa head with a bar body because i was oh, thinking yeah. it's like you know like trans lisa or like yeah. tomboy lisa or something but like you know that never got put out it was like garbage you know yeah. like lots <laughs> of bubbles like you know just anything that i could have done wrong i did yeah. you know like from like the way that I would like set up the Legos, like that was a mess, like pouring yeah. stuff all over it, Legos falling over, like anything you could think of, I've messed up and yeah. continued. Um, and, but then after that, uh, I made a toy for my friend. Uh, 
he's a drag queen named Adele Computer. Oh, I love I that. This little Adele That's, Computer. Yeah. So this one I actually sculpted and cast and everything. And like okay. it took me months. Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know how to, I still don't know how to sculpt, but you know, so it's like, it was such a task to sculpt a little Adele computer and, but you know, it was like, it was so much fun. And, you know, once they start coming out right or whatever, you're just like, you can't stop, you know? Yeah. That's rad. I think what's cool too, is not only did you start making toys, but like you went headfirst into sculpting and like, all of it at once yeah yeah I just I don't know yeah that was the that was the plan you know to like I never intended to make uh bootlegs yeah. when I started you know I really thought I was gonna like hone in on the sculpting and stuff mm-hmm. and I think you know I'm not that I mean that is hopefully my goal, you know. It yeah. does like grow as an artist to like get better at sculpting, get better at painting, get better at all the things that I'm not really that good at. Um, but yeah, but then it's just like you see the pace at which like bootleggers are working, and you see yeah. the pace at which I was working, like trying to, you know, like two months to sculpt like a three-inch, you know, like a yeah. little <laughs> two-inch square. Yeah, and so it was like. Uh, well you know I have other ideas that like I can't like I can't sculpt right now like I just yeah yeah cannot do that so you know uh I started uh bootlegging so the first thing I bootlegged was a Pokemon a little Bulbasaur which I called Bulbasaur instead of having like a little um you know like plant bud he had like a weed bud okay um yeah and from then man from there you know uh but like when I first started, it would take me like forever yeah. to make a toy, to like get it out, to whatever, you know, it's like, so like a Dell computer, it took all of 2018, you know, yeah. like it took the whole year and then some, and then yeah. like, I didn't make another toy for, you know, months. Okay. So, so slow moving from the beginning, when did you start to pick up the pace and when did you start to like really hone in those skills? uh when i started bootlegging so i bootlegged uh, a normal peg figure yeah and it was it just blew up you know like it's like i went from having 30 instagram followers at the beginning of 20 like yeah at the beginning of uh, 2020 to like 300 or something which for me was like whoa what is this and you know like i just went hard on it i like made like you know, like 15 orbital packs, whatever, and like yeah. sold some. And so, you know, that gives you a big boost and it gives you some, like some change to uh, improve, you know, to like get a pressure pot, to like get a cutter or whatever you yeah. need, you know, buy some paints, buy a, so um, once I made orbital pack and yeah, it really just really got the ball rolling and still that. it was like hard and, bad and yeah but uh yeah that's really what got the ball rolling and then but then even when you know like I had people following me because because of Orville Peck like I still didn't have like toy friends or like other toy makers following me but like slowly but surely we converged yeah what was that first when you were learning how to do this well 
and like trying to figure out it's always trial and error, but like, what's that first search for? Well, okay. This is a two-parter. How much resin do you think resin and uh, molding materials do you think you wasted in this trial and error process? I mean, okay. So literally the first time I bought like a big thing of Umo, like, okay. Like one uh, of the big jugs. Not the 10 gallon, but like the two gallon, you know, uh -huh. like one yeah. of those big things of Umo. Like I was trying to like pour it into a different container. And as I was pouring it into the other container, I just spilled like <laughs> half of it on my yeah. floor. So it was like, I hadn't even begun yeah. to like mold and I was already at a loss. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I already, like my place was a goopy mess, like just we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this meanwhile in a galaxy of bootleg treasures dov2 we have engine failure we almost crash land on dke toy planet oh my we're doomed wait salvation hooray we're saved dov2 limited edition custom artist made action figures and dke toys Check out www.dkatoys.com for a full catalog. Hooray for custom action figures. DKE. Yeah, everything. Brutal. So, yeah, I mean, wasted resin. And, like, you know, you're talking about it like this is something in the past. But, like, I've heard other toy makers say it, and I'm going to say it, too. I yeah. still fuck up all the time, waste lots of resin. Yeah. And, like... The most wa resin I waste, though, is just from, like, not storing it properly and just, like, you know, like, yeah. gets old after a few weeks and it starts bubbling up and is done for. So yeah. I also live in a basement, which is kind of humid. And I know people talk a lot about how humidity affects resin and the curing time and everything. So I think my place might be a little weird. Yeah. I, I can't tell you how many things I've thrown away just because it, like, gets flaky and it just turns and i can't use it then yeah everything man. like yeah, uh and it's sure. just like bubbly and ugly yeah. and like uh um, airy like it's yeah. not as dense you know so it's like i just it, that's when it's time to throw out the resin you know yeah it's done for so when you first start like aside from the wasting which spilling as a side note spilling that much umu on the ground silicone is tough to get off of stuff because it leaves such a greasy oh, i mean i there's still some you know like i swear <laughs> it's still here you know? yeah bad. And thankfully i don't have carpet but uh yeah i mean and i've done like this is a tip for all the budding toy makers out there you know so it's like if you spill one part just spill the second part right on yeah. top of it and peel that shit off you know yeah, so, ex absolutely. I did that a couple times. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's going to be easier to get off that way. So, uh, yeah, that works sometimes. Um, but, so you are in that first stage of molding and stuff. What are you Googling? What are you looking up? Like what videos? I'm assuming it's like Craftsman and whoever else you can find. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally everybody that everybody mentions, you know, it's like, yeah. And when I was starting out, there were already a few videos out there. You know, mm. I think there's more now, but like there, there was already plenty of stuff out on how to like bootleg a figure and pressure pause and et cetera. So that information is out there. And for, the, for people listening that want to get into toys, mm -hmm. 
everybody in the game is going to be super sweet to you. Everybody's going to tell you. Yep. But the thing is, don't ask stuff that you can Google. Like, I'm telling you right now, Google it. Go on YouTube and Google toy bootlegging. And that's going to tell you so much information already is really going to get you started. So before, like, if you're looking to get into toys, that's what you need to do. Before you ask, before you go to Sucklord, before you go to DSB, before you go to Kalaka, whoever, right? Get online, go to YouTube, look up toy bootlegging. You're going to find so much information, you know? The other thing, follow toy makers. Like, yeah always post their stuff like you know i i hear a lot of talk on this show about gatekeeping like nobody's you know i don't know anybody that's trying to gatekeep yeah so everybody's really open with their stuff um you know follow uh barbarian rage like he i he made a video on how to store resin and it like changed my how to pour resin i was pouring it wrong all (laughs) along yeah how the cap is supposed to be on the top when you're pouring it i had no idea so it's like uh let's see barbarian rage bean lambert uh she makes incredible molds like just Mm -hmm. she she's always giving out tips and things and uh lab monkey number nine makes some yeah so it's like you know follow those people screen cap stuff like watch their videos like you know people go live like watch all that stuff i used to screen capture anytime like i would see in the background like i think of umu or uh resin and i could see the number because i was like which one are they using you know i didn't want to ask yeah um everybody's using 325 or 326 just so yeah just so people yeah. know it's not it, it's not just like get your hands dirty that's how you're gonna learn like, yeah just do it like google your shit do it you're gonna waste lots of umu you're gonna waste lots of resin but uh you're gonna learn you know yeah and i think it's gonna be interesting to see how people learn right now especially that reynolds is saying that there's this shortage that's happening mm, and so yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. we i think Luckily, before the pandemic, I got in. And so it was like I could waste. I had the the resources to waste a little bit more to learn a little bit more. But now it's so scarce that I don't know that I want to. Yeah, resources. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I mean, but hey, that's that's what it takes. Like if you want to get good at something like you got to spend money on. It. Oh, buy toys. Like that's yeah. another great way to learn. Like buy toys from toy makers and like look at them. Like, you know, there's people that make some cars that I'm like. I literally don't even know how they yeah. do it because they're they like turn out so good. Mm-hmm. So like buy yeah, and then ask. Like once you get to like the nitty gritty where you're like, I tried this, I tried that, nothing worked. How do you? Do? That's when tw- like like those are the questions that excite me because then I'll be like, oh like I'm struggling with that too, or like oh I'm gonna ask around to my toy maker friend. Yeah, which that has been a huge resource in learning how to make toys, you know, like not just like watching people's videos, but like asking people, like uh, I talked to uh, punk and pop a lot and, you know, she helped me out a lot in terms of, uh, you know, getting, getting better and Calaca, uh, Calaca toys in Argentina. He, he helps me a lot too. You know, I ask him a lot of questions and everybody's open but yeah yeah, like don't ask people oh how do i get into this google it that's how you get into it buy yourself a little 
uh, what do they call them? Like the trial, trial units of Ubu oh, yeah, and yeah. resin. And, and that's how you learn. You create those first bootlegs and then you, you have that little figure you create and you start this process. Do you find from the beginning until now that certain aspects have gotten just like you can do it with your eyes closed because you're like, oh, yeah, I know that I need to vent here, do this, do that. Like, would you say that there are easier parts? Not for me yet. Okay. You know, like I'm not I haven't been doing this uh, for that long. I'm like, it's, you know, like the way I make figures now is slightly different than the way I made them a year ago. I hope that a year from now is also different. Um, not for me. I mean, for me, frankly, like the whole thing's still kind of difficult. And yeah. so like, you know, I think uh, people that don't bootleg are just like, oh, but you're just making copies. I was like, yeah, true facts, but it's like, it's not really as easy as it looks. Like there is, you know, there's a rhythm to the madness. There's a technique, you know? So um, I don't know. I don't think there's anything yet for me that's, that I'm like, oh, I really got this on lock, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not yet, but, but I enjoy it. You know, I enjoy the process and I enjoy uh, making art, but no. You know, I heard people on the show talk about, like the thing that I've been struggling with, which I've yeah. heard uh, you struggle with as well, is just like uh, the monotony of mm-hmm. making like a run of whatever. Like some people it. make runs of 30 and I don't get it. Like I yeah. really... I don't think I have the capacity. Like the most I can do is like 10. Like I yeah. might do a round of 10, but I prefer to do like a run of five, you know, mm-hmm. like, especially with what I'm selling. I don't think that is quite necessary to do like a, such a big run. Yeah. I, so do you find yourself, uh, I mean, cause that not wanting to do runs kind of cuts your, like cuts the tie between you and like DKE. Cause he like wants like massive runs of things and uh, conventions sometimes like want, like some of the other shows want runs. So what does that do for what you create or how you create? Do you try to push those boundaries and create runs for those groups or no? I haven't yet. So okay. I've never made anything for DKE yet. I would love to make something yeah. in the future. I don't know that I've stumbled upon an idea that I'm like, oh, wow, I'm definitely going to sell 20 of these, you know? So yeah. I don't know that I, and, it, and and I know it's not about like sell, selling out or having a sellout or whatever, but, you know, I don't want uh, eight out of, or like 15 yeah. out of 20 toys or whatever it may be to like sit in Dove's warehouse, like, yeah. Know. So I don't know, you know, I would I would love to do, uh, a show at some point uh, in the future and like but I think you you know I have to have the right idea I have to have the right time you know I don't make uh, Star Wars stuff so mm-hmm. and I think that's a lot of the stuff that sells at shows and I'm, that's not really my thing so I don't know I yeah don't let's know that let's talk about that I've talked because I've talked to uh, people like Culture Pop and um I've seen toys that they they created a toy called Regurgitated Idea, and it was I don't know if you've seen it. It's a uh, Han Solo, and it looks like vomit, and it's just this idea. Love, that, like, oh, maybe I have seen that. It's yeah. almost like the 
uh, him and Carbonite or whatever. Like, yeah. Puke. Yeah, and it's this idea like the like there's not original like we're all using these ideas of Star Wars and stuff. So I love that you said that you don't do it. So because that takes out a huge genre. And you're like on the other side, finding other ideas and building figures and stuff. What is it yeah. like to be on the outside of that genre? I don't know, man. I just don't like Star Wars that much. You know, like, <laughs> you know, it's all right. Yeah. I just like, I don't, yeah. you know, now it's, I've, I've seen the movies. They're fine. You know, I enjoy them, especially the original trilogy. Um, but yeah, this is not my thing. So it's like, yeah. it's hard for me to comment on Star Wars when like, I don't get the nuisances, you know? Like, yeah. I think good toys come with a lot of, I'm sorry, nuance. Like, nuance, there we go, yeah. Yeah, yeah, a lot of, so, you know, I just, I know, like, the very basic stuff, but, like, I don't know, that stuff doesn't excite me. Like, I don't want to yeah. do, I don't want to do a, a, my version of Leia and Han, you know? It doesn't, yeah. does it, maybe I will eventually, you know? Like, maybe there will be something that excites me. I, you know, I did Gaga Wars. That's kind of, like, the closest okay. I'll ever get to Star Wars, but uh no nah, man i just don't like it i don't fuck with it that much i like yeah. the simpsons i also don't fuck with he-man that much so like or that yeah. scale like that scale is you know i just i played with that scale i like playing with that scale but the ones i like looking at and like really holding in my hand are the uh three and three quarters figures yeah um but yeah i mean i don't i don't really fuck with he-man i don't really fuck with star wars but i fuck with the simpsons so a lot of my stuff is about you know the simpsons are like using those characters for like whatever message i'm trying to get out there yeah i love that i love when people do something different than like the standard of what a lot of people are doing because it like you can now stick out we interrupt this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this earth to Aliens have landed, Earthling. I want lowbrow art and bootleg toys. Well, you come to the right place. Earth to Kentucky is a shop for folks who love vintage sci-fi, lowbrow, and art bootleg toys. Toys, toys, toys. They're located over there at 836 Main Street, Covington, Kentucky. They carry original art, vintage action figures, designer bootleg toys, and toys, 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 and t-shirts. Designed exclusively for their store by some of their favorite artists. Thank you, Earthling. I enjoy Earth to Kentucky. I have all my favorite bootleg art toys. Toys. Hey, look at that over there! It's a spaceship! Yeah. I need to go now. Someone's filming me in my spaceship. Shop now. www.earthtokentucky.com. That's earth2kentucky.com. Or just land your spaceship when they're open. As opposed to like the 90 Star Wars toys. Because I for sure, I create those Star Wars toys sometimes. Like I'm doing, I have a thing going out for DKE um, in, for design, designer con. And so it's like, trying to it's hard to differentiate yourself when it's the same genre and i think you you've nailed it by saying like yeah i just don't do that which is rad yeah because but it's like i'm not not doing it because i'm trying to like i'm not trying to make a statement about yeah. star wars or that like oh it's boring in the toy game or whatever like i think is actually kind of incredible like all the yeah. different iterations of like a vader that people can come up with you know yeah. and like all the uh, different context that we can look at that character or that figure um, and have it be interesting but it's just not for me you know yeah. it's not it's not the thing that's gonna get 
me excited. It's not the thing that is going to keep me at this desk for however many hours painting a run, you know? Yeah. So I, when I ask an artist to come on Toys on Tap, I do the creep thing and I go through the whole feed, the Instagram feed. I look around and do stuff. So you have done this thing that I absolutely love that I don't think enough people do. And you're utilizing TikTok, but not just uh, this like unmolding or not just casting it, but you're talking about it and you're like, it's fun commentary. And my favorite ones, like I watched, I think I watched them like two or three times. It's like, you have the GI Joes with prop tops on, which was hilarious. But that's what they, those are actual toys. Like I didn't boot like that. Like those toys were not bootlegs. Those are actual GI Joes. Like, okay. They're just, I collect gay GI Joes. So like, wait, 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 wait. when we talk, are you saying that they are, who makes these? It's like, so GI Joe makes crop top. Yes, there's this, the Dreadnoughts. Like there's this series of GI Joe figures that are just like super gay. (laughs) so like my and i i have a few of them there's like a few more that i have to get like there's one she's for sure our lesbian sister that but she's expensive she's like a 75 dollar toy so yeah i don't have her yet but yeah i'm trying i'm trying to get all the all the gay dreadnoughts but yeah i know i know those look like they're but no they're all i did was like make up a backstory for them but like yeah. that's the those are like the actual names of the characters and stuff. Oh my gosh, I wish I would have known that because I for sure was like, no way, he's creating these beautiful figures. Oh my god, I wish. You <laughs> know? Like I really wish. Yeah, those are just my gay GI Joes. I have a I have more that I I, yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it. I have like, you know, I it, it was gonna be a two parter. Like yeah, part one and part two. So I have another set of gay GI Joes. That I love that. I'll eventually do another video. But yeah, I, I like making the videos, you know, like we talked in the beginning about how I hope that Manachine is not just yeah toys and bootlegs, you know, like I want Manachine to be more than that. So, or not just more than that, but like just what I, I want it to be my creative outlet, you know, yeah. and now that um I've been bootlegging I I feel like an artist you know yeah. like I never thought of myself as an artist but like now I'm like I'm I make art yeah um so uh, you know I'm, I'm now a filmmaker like a video maker and stuff too so heck um, yeah not not very uh it's not very uh sophisticated but yeah yeah what and I bootleg? think when you're talking, like they're funny, they're engaging. You have the backstories. You do uh, some of the RuPaul drag race ones, which are hilarious when you're talking about. And you're like sculpting badass, like sculpt work on these like figures that you're pouring. And it's just, it's rad. So like, first and foremost, great job on the RuPaul drag race. Like Uh, hilarious, so good. Thank you. Um, I mean, you know, I love, I just, I make what I love. So, it's yeah. like, you know, I might not be so into like Star Wars and Han Solo, but I love, I love RuPaul's Drag Race. So, yeah, I think of the videos, the videos are kind of like an artist statement, you yeah. know, like it's like, it kind of has like the backstory of why I'm making what I'm making and like, you know, maybe things that like 
people miss or like don't get because they're not like a part of the fandom or whatever yeah. you know is like somewhat explained yeah so that's why i like to make the videos and also like especially for like the political pieces like if i make a toy like sometimes i might make one sometimes two or three but like if i make a video it has the potential to be viewed over yeah. and over and over and over again thousands of times sometimes and so i've had a like a minor success on like reels on instagram it, have you found that like more people see your work through uh wherever you post the videos versus when you post on instagram i don't know man that's okay. I, I don't uh frankly like none of my stuff does that well on social media like neither on tiktok or on instagram okay and uh so I do notice that more it does better on reels than it does when you post like a, a Instagram TV episode or whatever. Yeah. Um, so I've been making my videos a little shorter so that I can put them up the reels. Uh, they sometimes they do okay on TikTok, but lately, I mean, honestly, I'm just like uploading videos into the abyss. Yeah. You know, like it's like it just feels like uh, very few people get to see it. Okay. And I don't know why, you know, there's a lot of talk about uh, queer artists being shadow banned. And mm -hmm. I do think that at different times has played a role in like the engagement of my account. Because mm -hmm. I try, you know, I try to do all the things that everybody says, you know, like, look at the times, like try to post at the right time, like post a lot of pictures, you know, like, whatever little things I find on the internet about how to uh, boost your engagement, like yeah. I try but it just it's like putting it into the void you know and i know that i'm making stuff that like if it were put in front of people that people would enjoy sometimes you know not everything i make of course but like there's yeah. things that i'm like hmm, i really wish that would have done better yeah or whatever you know but now i just i try not to worry about it so much and just like uh keep my head down and keep doing my thing and you know yeah whether people see it or not, it's not necessarily up to me. I just, uh, there's like an episode, I think it's an episode of Black Mirror, but like whenever I post something, I just think like, may the algorithm favor me today, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like that's my little prayer, like, yeah. may the algorithm favor me. And then I put it out and it doesn't, but. So with the videos and the, um, the Instagram, just the pictures and now the bootleg figures and all these things that are happening, uh, we referenced it a little bit of like what you want Mattachine society to look like and what you want it to expand to be and what you want it to in like encompass. So what does that look like? Let's say five years down the road, because it's not just going to be like the toy art or something like what, what does that look like to you? How does that expand? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, right now, it is just the toys. Like right now, yeah. all I'm doing is making toys and making videos. Like I really do feel like my videos are a part of my art now. Yeah. Know? And, you know, and for a little bit there, I felt like I was making videos more than I was making toys. Okay. Like, it felt like, you know, if I took a picture of, um, of a toy, like a hundred people were going to see it. But if I made a video, a thousand people would see it. Right. So it's like, it kind of felt like I was making videos. Um, so yeah, I mean, more videos, but I feel like an artist now, yeah. like I said. So it's like, I'm like, 
I, music, I got this. I mean, yeah. I've never touched an instrument in my life, but I'm yeah. like, yo, I could do music. Like I could, you know, my videos could get better. Uh, the next thing, and I kind of started this already with one of my, uh, with my Sasha Velour mm-hmm. RuPaul's Drag Race figure, but like, I want to do installations okay. and like go put, put them out in public, you know, and like have them be doing different things and just like uh, to like commemorate places. So mm. like I did the, and for different things, you know, like I did the Sasha one and I put it, you know, at the bar where she started. And okay. it was like supposed to commemorate like that. And I want to do like uh, the next one I'm, or like one of the next series that I'm working on is a series called the, uh, queer saints and martyrs so okay. it's like you know just like a mix of like saints and queer people who have passed or yeah. who were, you know murdered or killed or whatever for being queer yeah and you know go we interrupted this broadcast of toys on top to bring you this the bootleg box. okay dude why am i at the library shh i'm looking for the bootleg bible the bootleg bible shh yeah it's a beginner's guide to bootleg toy making. It helps aspiring artists make their own toys. You can order it at bluemondaypress.com. Wait, we can order it? That's right. The Bootleg Bible, a guide to bootleg toy makers, published by Blue Monday Press. Includes interviews with bootleg artists like The Suck Lord, Rykov, Obvious Plan, Larby World, Marquee Marauders Club, Ben Gore, Trap Toys, and art from a whole host of other artists all around the world. Also includes a step-by-step beginner's guide to bootleg toy making. So order yours today at bluemondaypress.com. Why are we even at the library? The Bootleg Bible. Order now at BlueMondayPress.com. Set those up, like, wherever. So, like, the first one I'm working on is Marsha P. Johnson, who's Mm -hmm. uh, one of the, like, mothers of the Stonewall movement. Yeah. So, you know, I want to make that and go put it near Stonewall somewhere, like, hide it somewhere where maybe someone will see it, maybe no one will. I So I love that. So it kind of makes me want to ask two questions here. Um, Usually when I am like talking to someone that um, is either a part of the LGBTQ community or that is um, a female toy maker or anything different from the standard like straight male, like this is a toy, like that dominate most things. What is it like to be to be able to not only make toys and put a piece of who you are in the toys. Like what, what is that like? Uh, I mean, dope. It's, you know, like I said, I always wanted it to be a political thing. So I yeah. think that, you know, making queer toys is political. And like, yeah. uh, the idea that like, you know, there was a time where it would have been seen as something like, super wrong to have like a kid playing with like a toy of a drag queen or something you know now not so much now I imagine that like you know there's actually there's toys that are produced but uh good you know like I said I I really thought that I could have a voice of this like there aren't a lot of queer people that are making toys you know they're but um, you know, it feels like I, I do it with a purpose. Like some people are, you know, like some people, you know, they make what they make, they make their Star Wars, they make whatever. But like, I'm, you know, I'm making something that 
uh, doesn't exist. Like yeah. uh, Calaca from Argentina, he said, uh, you know, if you don't see something, make it. Like mm-hmm. if you if you if you don't see something out there, make it. So, you know that that's what I'm doing. It's like there are like these queer icons that I make. Uh, you know, don't exist. So I'm the one, or I'm one of the people making them. So. Yeah. And as a sneak peek to maybe this next series that you're going to be doing, do you already have all the people laid out that you want to make figures of and where you want to put them? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, you know, I have a couple that yeah. uh, I definitely want to do, uh, but I can think of like three off the top of my head and I'm like, I'm definitely doing these, but it's like, I'm hopefully I'll have the Marsha one by the time this airs, but who knows? Um, I'm working on her now. Um, Got to, you know, got to finish her, mold her, paint her, you know, et cetera. I also, another goal that I have with this toy thing is I want to make less carded figures. Like I want to make figures that stand on their own. Um, And I think this is going to be part of that. Are you talking like they uh, come, so not even in a bag or anything, but like- No, bagged, bagged, bagged is fine. I don't mind the bagged. Uh, Just like because of space, because like I noticed myself wanting to collect more things that aren't carded. Just okay. because, like, I don't have as much space for carded stuff. Yeah. But stuff that isn't, it's like, I don't, you know, I love when stuff stands on its own, you know, like, like Pendragon stuff, you know, yeah. it's just like beautiful on its own. Like, it doesn't need art, you know, it's just like, yeah, incredible. So I would love to, like, make figures like that. But, yeah. like, I do, I do want my art to evolve, you know, like, I don't know exactly how you know like right now or a lot of the art that I make feels like a diary you know like it's Mm -hmm. like it's what I'm listening to at that time or whatever like I just I'm very obsessive so it's like if I'm listening to a band it's like all I can think about and so I'm like oh my god I gotta make a toy of this band or whatever Mm -hmm. um so it, it feels a little bit like a diary it feels like you know I'm making gay icons and things like that but yeah, I want to, I want to keep evolving and, you know, trying new things and yeah. uh, trying new types of toy making and doing installations. I really want to do installations and yeah. get my art out where people can see it on the middle of the street or whatever, you know, or like people are going to walk yeah, by and sure. maybe stumble upon my little toys in a corner there and be confused as fuck and like... <laughs> like what is this yeah or like oh the one i get a lot is like when people uh like people that are you know like queer people that are in the know about like what mattachine society is Mm -hmm. are like what the fuck does a 1950s gay rights group have to do with rupaul's drag race toys yeah like people are so i i do like that i do like uh like if people don't get it right away it's cool yeah I think that's rad. I uh, there's so much like in there that is so good because you're like you're speaking. I've just you the what's crazy about this and what I love about this conversation and like talking about your art is you're speaking so much through your art 
And I feel like so much, so many times or so often, like I don't speak a message through my art. I'm just like, Oh, this shit just cool. It looks great. Maybe someone will want it. But the fact that you have purpose and that there's things that are driving it, that makes me want your work more makes me think that your work needs to be pushed forward so much more rather than some shit that I threw together in a blister and was like, Oh, look at this. Like, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I do that too, you know? Yeah. So like the most recent toy I made was my first custom toy and it was the turd style toy, which is like, <laughs> that story like, is so funny. First of all, like I hate toilet humor. So like anybody that knows me, like saw that yeah. and was like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh-huh. second of all like it's like i've never tried less in my life you know mm-hmm. like i literally you know it's like literally i glued a toy and like anyways i it was whatever yeah and then it's like something like that will get more views than like the stuff that i'm really passionate about like yeah uh, the most recent one i did was uh the uh rapid processing centers like mm-hmm. i love that toy i love that idea i think it's like you know it's like one of my favorite things that i've ever made by far and it's like you know that thing's been out for like a few weeks and it you know it maybe has i think like 150 likes mm-hmm. whereas like the turd style thing has been out for two days and it has like three double you know so it's yes. like I just, I don't, I don't know. This is, this is whatever. People like what they like and I'm happy to like make jokes too, you know? Like, yeah. I, I, none of my shit is like always that serious. Like there's always, I think, I hope there's always like some kind of like tongue in cheek aspect to what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I think I always get so scared that, and this is that inner imposter thing that I, I mean, most artists struggle with. Like, I'll create something that I think is just off the wall. I'll try to do a message and it feels like a bait and switch for me. It's like, oh, you can't, cause I think like for me, toilet humor is funny. Like I think that that was the funny toy that you make because the story made it for me. And then uh, you have toys that mean something that like are what you're pouring your heart into. And mm-hmm. I, for myself, it's almost like, hey, look at this gag also here's something that I really worked on and I, it's that bait and switch just to see. If but yeah, I mean, I think, I think you've done a few uh, political pieces, you know, like you, yeah. you know, you did the FedBots and like, there was another one that I can't remember, but you know, I, I think it's part of your thing too. And I, I mean, to me, it's like, like bootlegging is punk and political, you know, yeah. like where it's like, I'm taking what you sell me and I'm, making it my own and then i'm selling it for a profit you know it's like that's fucking punk rock like so but you know i not everybody's gonna make political toys that's fine you know like it's like i love all i I love stuff that's not political you know like it's like uh mutants and whatever but you know i think you know i hope everybody dabbles in making art that they're passionate about or that they that has some sort of meaning but you know I don't I don't think there's like a singular purpose for art so I don't think that it's just like oh like if you're not making political art like fuck you what are you doing you know it's like 
you know, I think everybody's got their own thing. And I like seeing how, you know, the, all the different things that everybody does and all the different methods that everybody employs to get the results, you know, like, and that's, I think that's fun. And I think that I don't know how much of like the people consuming toys, like, I don't know if they know, you know, like, I don't know if they know the difference between like a custom, a bootleg, and then an art toy, and then a Safuvi piece, you know, like, I have no idea if they know the difference. But like, I like seeing what everybody brings to the table. And I like finding out how people make their toys and like the process they use. So it's part of the reason why I like the podcast, you know, you get to hear what people are saying and how they make their stuff. And Yeah. I think what's funny is uh, a lot of people, you, you say a lot of people may not know on the outside. I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I don't fully know the distinguishing things between those because I think it's like, it moves so much, which is yes. tough. Yes. Yes. And I, okay. So I think, and this is something I've talked to other toy makers about because yeah. there's a difference in price, you know, like, Oh yeah. There's a difference in terms of like what a custom costs and what a bootleg costs. Yeah. And I don't know that it's that fair, you know, like, it's like, I don't know that just because like, you know, you paid $20 to get your toy and customize it. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's only one, but I like molded and casted my own pieces but like, because of that, I got to sell it for less just because there's not one, you know? Yeah, that is weird. So it's like, but at the same time, like I do get that, you know, when something is more scarce, it's more expensive. Mm-hmm. And when something can't be replicated, it's more expensive. So yeah. I sort of think like a custom toy is a toy that uh, is not uh, molded or casted. You know, it's a toy that uses other toy pieces to... Uh, you know, to come together. Whereas a bootleg is a toy that is molded and casted. Okay. But then, you know, I think people use bootleg also to talk about like the, the fact that it's not licensed. Mm -hmm. So like people use bootleg to refer to that, but I think a lot of toy makers use bootleg to refer to the fact that you're uh, molding and casting. Yeah. And so I think that that's in part where like the confusion for a consumer comes in. But then, you know, there's people that are like sculpting their own parts, whether it be like uh, ZBrush or whatever they're, or like yeah. hand sculpting their own, like in the original toys. Absolutely. And then either like putting out the sculpt, right? Like the, uh, the printed sculpt and that's the toy or they like then like boot like that i don't know like i don't i don't know what people are doing but so it's like yeah like you're right there isn't such a fine line in terms of like like is someone that is sculpting their own parts but it's an unofficial toy like is that an art toy is it i don't know yeah um but i think in general you know custom is uh a figure that's not molded or casted and a bootleg is a figure that is yeah but what i do a lot is like i bootleg parts and then sculpt on top of those mm-hmm. so I, I don't know what you call that you know like it's like kind of like a custom bootleg yeah because I, I people have reached out and asked for customs and i will use i kind of do that too or like i rarely customize a toy 
where you can tell that it's still the same toy. So I, yeah, I think it brings a lot of questions. I usually ask Yo-Yo Dine about that's because that's just what he like he studies this so knowledgeable yeah Yeah. that was someone that was a podcast that i listened to and i was like wow this is yeah he's learning so much yeah he's coming on later on to do it like a huge series of like this is what culture hacking looks like and wow yeah i love that i can't wait yeah that stuff yeah he was that was a great great interview yeah um yeah you know everybody does slightly different things and I think it's cool and like you know I certainly like I really was like I need to make a video about this like to yeah. like kind of explain you know like uh what it was and like I made like a call for people to send me stuff and not a lot of people send me stuff but also because like I said I don't think my stuff mm-hmm. makes the rounds like other people's stuff does you know okay like I don't I don't think my stuff is put in front of as many people um but then I also didn't want to be like uh that prescriptive you know to be like these are bootlegs these are customs you know it's like this is not for me to say but yeah I you know I do think it's like you know we gotta educate our consumer base on Mm -hmm. what we're doing how we're doing it what it means or not fuck it like yeah <laughs> if, you're, if you're if you're making a custom and they're thinking you're making like a brand new figure yeah and that that makes them willing to pay more money for it fuck it like do yeah. that who cares like uh you got them yeah <laughs> when people ask for customs i for sure tell them like hey this is how much it is also this is how i make this custom don't don't think that this is going to be a yeah, new like, action not- figure I'm not sculpting your dad's face. Dude. Yeah. Like, I'm not. I'm going to find it somewhere and I'm going to put stuff yeah, on like, it. Yeah. I'm going to find a similar one and put a beard on it. Yeah. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. the, like, I'm, I'm going to give him a different haircut. Like, that's yeah. the extent of my sculpting skills, you know? But, so, you know, I, I do think there's a difference, but yeah, um, I don't do customs really. Mm-hmm. Not, not. Not because, because I just don't want to keep rebuying the same parts. Like, I don't want to have to yeah. buy, you know, freaking the uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series 12 times so mm-hmm. that I can make, like, a girl, you know? It's like, I'd rather just, like, bootleg her and pour her whenever I need her, you know? Yeah. That's yeah, like, which I, that, uh, I would rather that, too. I wish I was better at casting because that, like, there are, customs that come in that it's like damn if i would just mold this oh yeah like if i I'd just had yeah if i just had this head i would yeah you, know, you could make every like chubby dude with a beard forever and, yeah like, sell them like just paint the paint the beard a different color and then you have like yeah yeah i just i don't know i don't make a lot of customs it's not like it's not because i'm like a diehard bootlegger or whatever i just don't want to have to keep rebuying the same parts you know yeah. So now, now I do a lot of not like uh, I haven't been doing a lot of like pure bootlegs. Okay. You know, where it's like where I can just pour it and already have like my bootleg toy. You know, I've been doing a lot of like sculpting on top of bootlegs and making one-offs. Mm-hmm. So like some of the drag queens are just one-offs. The only one I really bootlegged was Sasha. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I do a lot of that. Yeah, which I love. I think that yeah, fits I, perfectly. You know, like we talked about it earlier, like I don't necessarily want to do like a run of 20 or 30 or whatever of the same toy. So it's like, so just casting the parts, using them to make my one toy that I'm not yeah. going to be able to sell anyways, like that's good enough for me. It's just yeah. like, I'd rather just, uh, you know, customize my bootlegs. Um, yeah, for sure. That, yeah. And I, I watched one of your videos on customizing it and it, it worked out so well. Like it just came together so well. Yeah. It's, it, it's all right, man. You know, I'm not super, I'm also not super confident in my mm. uh, casting skills. You know, I see some of the stuff that some other people make and I'm like, how, like, there's no seam line. Nothing. Yeah. And I'm like, how, how, how do you do that? You know, like, it's like no idea. Uh, but you know, slowly but surely, um you know i'm getting better i hope i haven't yeah. i haven't made a mold in a minute i gotta like get back into it you know yeah i think that uh this is something that has gotten talked a lot about a lot on the show too but the quarantine you know like the quarantine gave a lot of us a lot of time to fuck around with toys so yeah like, you know at the beginning of the quarantine it's like all I was doing, like, from the moment I woke up to the moment I went to bed. But now I'm trying to find a way to, you know, make it a consistent part of my life mm -hmm. that's not so, like, uh, all-consuming, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want it – I don't want it to be some – I, I want to keep going and I want to keep making toys, but I want to do it in a way that's consistent and I want to do it in a way that – you know, it's not so much like I'm putting in like eight hours one day or something, you know, yeah. but it's like something that I'm doing consistently over time so that, you know, I can do my other stuff. Um, so that's the goal, I think, for like, you know, now that quarantine is kind of, kind of over, the goal is to learn how to maintain and continue to make art at a appropriate pace like I don't want it to be so slow but you know I was doing like a bootleg a week for a minute there and mm -hmm. I mean I'm not gonna do that anymore but yeah I want it to be consistent yeah I think yeah consistency especially since like so many of us went back to work and now we're like working back in the office or wherever we're working the same speed and consistency that we had just will never it's be not, again. Right. It's not yeah. doable. Like I can't, yeah. I can't sit here all day and like work on a toy and then work on a video and then do a voiceover or whatever. It's like, yeah. it's just not happening. So, you know, I want to make it a consistent part of, of my life. And Absolutely. Keep making toys and keep learning and keep experimenting, which I imagine I don't do enough, but yeah, there's a lot of people that have a lot of really cool resin techniques. I'm not, I'm not as knowledgeable in those. That's like mm -hmm. something I've never really looked up, how to like marble or any of that stuff. But uh, I would love to get better at that. So Yeah, Titty Bean is incredible at that. Uh, marbling and things? Yeah. Do they post videos? Man, I don't know about it if he posts videos of the process, like of how to do it, but he it shows him pouring and stuff, and his work mm, looks mm, crazy mm. good. 
yeah yeah i gotta i gotta check it out because yeah. i mean that helps a lot you know it's like you don't need somebody telling you everything although that helps but mm-hmm. you know like i said following other toy makers looking at what they're doing and how they're doing it taking yeah. screenshots taking videos making a folder on your phone for toys you know like toy guidance so we're coming up on that uh, hour mark already in the last part of the podcast i love having is about the artist um plug in everything that everywhere that you can be found how people can get to you how we can push your art forward how we can buy your art all of that so this is you man uh you know uh manachine society on instagram and tiktok those are really the only two places where i'm at I do have a small Depop shop where I'm mostly selling uh, like the bootleg customs mm-hmm. I've made that are mostly one-offs. Um, you know, I don't really, I haven't done toy shows, but I would love to do one in the future at some point. Uh, I do not do commissions. Like if you want, like, you know, I, I get people hitting me up like, oh, can you do a Ziggy Stardust for me or mm-hmm. whatever? Like, that's not really my thing. Like, I don't yeah. want to, I don't want to make your dad. I don't want to make your boss. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to make like an artist that you like. That's yeah. not, that's not what I want to do. But if you're like a queer band that wants, you know, like a figure of your mascot or something, and you want to collaborate with me on that, that I'm very down to do. So Brad. it's like, I'm more about uh, collaborations than I am about, uh, commissions, you know, Mm -hmm. like if you want to, like, I, that's definitely something I want to do. So in terms of like growing, uh, Mattachine or Mattachine society, um, you know, I want to make more toys for bands, like official bootlegs, you know, like I did with the vibe toy for gems label. Like that's one of my favorite toys that I've done Yeah, just because, you know, I got to like, I got a lot of creative freedom to do whatever I wanted. And I got to create like an official piece of merch for Vide, you know? And so I want to do more of that. It's like making small runs for bands. If you want a hundred toys, I'm probably not the guy. Mm -hmm. But if you want like, you know, uh, 10 toys a few times over, that's, that's my thing yeah like queer artists like queer people like you know i want to do uh you know bootleg toys for drag queens and drag artists and things like that that are official merch i love that yeah that's what i really want to do but yeah like i said if you want your boss i don't know like you know there's people that do this shit professionally that would gladly make your boss i'm just i'm doing it for fun you know like Mm -hmm. it's my outlet so Like if I'm going to take on a, uh, like work for someone else and like, I'm going to be spending hours upon hours upon hours, like working f- for or with someone, then I want it to be something that I'm passionate about and that fits my whatever like yeah. aesthetic brand, you know? So it's like, so queer artists, punk bands, you know, that stuff, definitely that. If you have a very tight, uh, timeline that you need I'm not your guy um, but if you like my work if you like the things you see follow me uh, I always appreciate help with the algorithm you know so if you want to leave cute comments on my stuff or reblog <laughs> my shit or 
save it, like yeah. hard save it to a folder. Any any of that stuff, I think helps. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. Get me out of uh, of being shadow banned, please. Hell yeah, Machine Society. Thank you so much for giving me your time. Uh, yeah, Cole, thank you so much for having me. Peace. on tap next episode it's great it's amazing you're gonna want to listen to it it's not right now though you're gonna have to wait till the next episode to listen to it oh when's that the next one cool toys on tap the next one's gonna be good too so stay tuned and and, and listen to that awesome